Session 1, Part 1 of Why Do We Need a Public Library? This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Why Do We Need a Public Library? Compiled by material from various authors by Chalmers Hadley, Secretary of the American Library Association. Published in 1910 by the American Library Association Publishing Board. Material for a Public Library Campaign by Chalmers Hadley. One of the most effective means of conducting a library campaign especially in its early stage, is through the press. Not only will the reading and thinking part of the people thereby be reached, but any library editorial appearing in a newspaper will, because of the public notice given it, receive greater consideration than if printed elsewhere. Library commission workers and library supporters in general have felt the need of printed material which could be made immediately available in a library campaign. Most library addresses and articles are too long, too scholarly in treatment, or have lacked that crisp style necessary for use in the press. Editors of newspapers are slow to accept for printing signed editorials which have seen service elsewhere. It is suggested that the material here compiled be made as local as possible in its application to individual communities, and that the editorials be sent to newspapers unsigned by the original writers. The same editorials should not be sent to neighboring communities, at least in their original form. Every attempt should be made to have them appear as fresh and spontaneous as possible. Different editorials should always be sent to several papers in the same city. The material here compiled is suggestive and sufficiently comprehensive to meet ordinary conditions. Much valuable material has been taken from circulars sent out by the library commissions of Oregon, Wisconsin, and Iowa. No better advice could be given in opening a public library campaign through the public press than the following in the Wisconsin Free Library Commission Circular of Information, number 5. 1. Citizens of blank believe in free public libraries. They need organization and courage to attack local problems rather than long homilies on the value of good literature. 2. Public sentiment needs time to ripen. Frequent short articles running through the issues of a few weeks are better than a few long ones. 3. Make the articles breezy, optimistic, with local application. You can get a library if you are in earnest. 4. Appeal to local pride. Civic patriotism is the basis of civic improvement. Give the names of familiar towns of similar size which have good libraries. 5. Do not rely solely on editorials. Get brief communications from citizens, but have each letter make only one point, and that crisply. 6. Do not waste space rebutting trivial arguments. Refute them by affirmative statements. 7. Get brief interviews with visitors from towns where they have good libraries, and with your own townsmen who have visited neighboring libraries. 8. Keep this fact in mind. Your people want a library and only need pluck and a leader. 9. 
remember that the worst enemy of the movement is the talker who wants a library very much in the sweet by and by when all other public improvements are completed ten when it is time to strike strike hard apologies and faint hearts never won any kind of a contest what a public library does for a community by f m crunden one it doubles the value of the education that the child receives in school and best of all imparts a desire for knowledge which serves as an incentive to continue his education after leaving school and having furnished the incentive it further supplies the means for a lifelong continuance of education two it provides for the education of adults who have lacked or failed to make use of early opportunities three it furnishes information to teachers ministers journalists physicians legislators all persons upon whose work depend the intellectual moral sanitary and political welfare and advancement of the people four it furnishes books and periodicals for the technical instruction and information of mechanics artisans manufacturers engineers and all others whose work requires technical knowledge of all persons upon whom depends the industrial progress of the city five it is of incalculable benefit to the city by affording to thousands the highest and purest entertainment and thus lessening crime and disorder six it makes the city a more desirable place of residence and thus retains the best citizens and attracts others of the same character seven more than any other agency it elevates the general standard of intelligence throughout the great body of the community upon which its material prosperity as well as its moral and political well-being must depend finally the public library includes potentially all other means of social betterment a library is a living organism having within itself the capacity of infinite growth and reproduction it may found a dozen museums and hospitals kindle the train of thought that produces beneficent inventions and inspire to noble deeds of every kind all the while imparting intelligence and inculcating industry thrift morality public spirit and all those qualities that constitute the wealth and well-being of a community what a free library does for a country town by caroline m hewins one it keeps boys at home in the evening by giving them well-written stories of adventure two it gives teachers and pupils interesting books to aid their schoolwork in history and geography and makes better citizens of them by enlarging their knowledge of their country and its growth three it provides books on the care of children and animals cookery and housekeeping building and gardening and teaches young readers how to make simple dynamos telephones and other machines four it helps clubs that are studying history literature or life in other countries and throws light upon sunday school lessons five it furnishes books of selections for reading aloud suggestions for entertainments and home amusements and hints on correct speech and good manners six it teaches the names and habits of plants birds and insects of the neighborhood and the differences in soil and rock seven 
it tells the story of the town from its settlement and keeps a record of all important events in its history eight it offers pleasant and wholesome stories to readers of all ages by w i fletcher let the boys find in the free library wholesome books of adventure and tales such as a boy likes let the girls find the stories which delight them and give their fancy and imagination exercise let the tired housewife find the novels which will transport her to an ideal realm of love and happiness let the hard-worked man instead of being expected always to read improving books of history or politics choose that which will give him relaxation of mind and nerve perhaps the innocence abroad or josh billings almanacs or samanthe at saratoga why we need a library by the wisconsin free library commission a public library in our community would be an influence for good every day in the week it would make the town more attractive to the class of people we want as residents and neighbors it would mold the character of the children in our homes a good library would get gifts from wealthy citizens no other public institution offers so fitting an opportunity for a public-spirited citizen to help his neighbors and win their approval and affection a library in blank would be the center of our intellectual life and would stimulate the growth of all kinds of clubs for study and debating it is a great part of our education to know how to find facts no man knows everything but the man who knows how to find an indispensable fact quickly has the best substitute for such knowledge we need a library to carry forward in a better manner the education of the children who leave school to give them a better chance for self-education we need it to give thoughts and inspiration to the teachers of the people those who in the schoolroom or pulpit on the rostrum or with the pen attempt to instruct or lead their fellow-citizens we need it to help our mechanics in their employments to give them the best thoughts of the best workers in their lines whether these thoughts come in books or papers or magazines and from sir walter Besant, the public library is an adult school it is a perpetual and lifelong continuation class it is the greatest educational factor that we have and the librarian is becoming our most important teacher and guide what a library does for a town by a w in new york libraries one completes its educational equipment carrying on and giving permanent value to the work of the schools two gives the children of all classes a chance to know and love the best in literature without the public library such a chance is limited to the very few three minimizes the sale and reading of vicious literature in the community thus promoting mental and moral health four effects a great saving in money to every reader in the community the library is the application of common sense to the problem of supply and demand through it every reader in the town can secure at a given cost from one hundred to one thousand times the material for reading or study that he could secure by acting individually five appealing to all classes sects and degrees of intelligence it is a strong unifying factor in the life of the town six 
the library is the one thing in which every town however poor or isolated can have something as good and inspiring as the greatest city can offer neither boston nor new york can provide better books to its readers than the humblest town library can easily own and supply seven slowly but inevitably raises the intellectual tone of a place eight adds to the material value of property real estate agents in the suburbs of large cities never fail to advertise the presence of a library if there be one as giving added value to the lots or houses they have for sale helpful things done by libraries for teachers and children submitted by public libraries one graded lists sometimes annotated of books suitable for children are printed as part of the library's finding lists two bulletins of books for special days are printed three lists of books on special subjects are printed four topics being studied in the schools are illustrated by special exhibits at the libraries five study rooms in the libraries are maintained for the pupils of the high schools and the higher grammar grades six children's or young people's rooms are maintained at the library where the children may come into personal contact with a trained children's librarian and with hundreds of books on open shelves seven story hours or readings for children are conducted at the libraries eight Training in reference to work in the use of books and libraries, in the use of finding lists, card catalogs, indexes, etc., is given by library assistants to A. Teachers at the library, B. At the library to individual pupils and classes that come there, C. At the schools to pupils in their rooms. 9. Lectures on classification, bibliographies, and catalogs are given by members of the library staff for teachers and normal school students. 10. Special study rooms for teachers are provided. 11. Special educational collections are shelved for use by the teachers. 12. Cases of about 50 books, traveling libraries as it were, are prepared by libraries and sent to schoolrooms to remain for a year or less, teachers to issue books for home use. 13. Branch reading and delivery rooms are opened in schools in charge of library assistants with supply of books on hand for circulation and facilities for drawing others from the main library. 14. Assistant librarians are placed in charge of work with schools. 15. In large cities, complete branch libraries are established in schools on the outskirts of the cities. 16. Special collections of books are furnished to vacation schools. 17. Special cards are issued to teachers on which they may draw more than the usual number of volumes at a time. 18. Teachers and principals are allowed to draw a number of volumes for a. Reading by children at school, b. Reading by children at home. Libraries of Public Benefaction, C.C. Thatch a library is not a luxury it is not for the cultured few it is not merely for the scientific it is not for any intellectual cult or exclusive literary set it is a great broad universal public benefaction 
it lifts the entire community it is the right arm of the intellectual development of the people ministering to the wants of those who are already educated and spreading a universal desire for education it is the upper story of the public school system while it is a broad field wherein ripe scholars may find a fuller training for their already highly developed faculties it is above all a splendid instrument for the education and culture of those vast masses of boys and girls that are denied the high privileges of the systematic training of the schools and from salome cutler fairchild the function of the library as an institution of society is the development and enrichment of human life in the entire community by bringing to all the people the books that belong to them meaning of the public library j c dana cities and towns are now for the first time and chiefly in this country erecting altars to the gods of good fellowship joy and learning these altars are our public libraries we had long ago our buildings of city and state our halls of legislation our courts of justice but these all speak more or less of wrongdoing, of justice and injustice, of repression. Most of them touch on partisanship and bitterness of feeling. We have had, since many centuries, in all our cities, the many meeting places of religious sects, our chapels, churches, and cathedrals. They stand for so much that is good, but they have not brought together the communities in which they are placed. A church is not always the center of the best life of all who live within the shadow of its spire. For several generations we have been building temples to the gods of learning and good citizenship, our schools, and they have come nearer to bringing together, for the highest purpose, the best impulses of all of us than have any other institutions. But they are all not yet as some day they will be for both old and young then they speak of discipline of master and pupil instead only of pure and simple fellowship in studies and so we are for the first time in all history building in our public libraries temples of happiness and wisdom common to us all no other institution which society has brought forth is so wide in its scope so universal in its appeal so near to every one of us so inviting to both young and old so fit to teach without arrogance the ignorant and without faltering the wisest the public library is to be the center of all the activities that make for social efficiency it is to do more to bind into one civic whole and to develop the feeling that you are citizens of no mean city than any other institution you have yet established or than we can as yet conceive public libraries a world-wide movement oregon library commission the world-wide library movement of the past few years is an important factor in the educational world the public library is now recognized as one of the most effective of the preventive measures advocated by modern social students it is considered an essential part of any system of public education affording opportunity for self-education and supplementing the average five years of school life educators now realize that the school offers but the beginning of education and that the library is its necessary complement and supplement 
this increase of library facilities has greatly influenced school work in bringing home to teachers the fact that it is as important to teach what to read as to give children the ability to read the library of today is not wholly for recreation but it is the people's university it is entitled to the same consideration which is given to the public schools and to the same sort of support the whole conception of the library has changed as practical men of affairs have come to the realization of the fact that they must have accessible the records of past experience and experiments the public library wisconsin free library commission we all believe in public libraries we frequently discuss the library we are to get by and by we do not find that it is helping the boys and girls who are growing up in our town now will the next generation need it more than this will the children of the next generation be clearer to us than the boys and girls that now cheer our firesides will they use a library better because their parents have not had such privileges we all want a library for ourselves for our neighbors for the good name of our village why not get it now and be getting the good out of it it is only a question of method the library when built should benefit all the people and therefore it should be built by all the people give us all a chance to help and then the library will belong to all of us libraries and happiness j c dana the great purpose of a public library is to promote and unite intelligence it brings together the products of the wise minds of the world it holds within its walls a collection of all the wise and witty things ever said these it marks and indexes and offers to its friends it is in its community a sort of intellectual minute-man always ready to supply to every corner something of interest and pleasure it puts good books and no others into the hands of children it tells about cinderella and informs you on riots in moscow it offers you a novel of modern japan and a history of venice of the past it knows about the milk in the coconut the floods of the river nile the advantages of education the evils of legislation how to plan a home why bread won't rise and can tell more about the mental failings that give jamaica and venezuela trouble than most of our congressmen ever dreamed of reading is the short cut into the heart of life if you were talking with a group of friends about for example different parts of the united states and someone happens to mention a city or town in which you have lived note how your interest quickens and how eager you are to hear news of the place or tell of your experience in it this is a simple everyday fact the same thing you have observed a thousand times about any subject or talk with which you may be familiar we learn about many things just by keeping alive and moving round those things we have learned about we can't help being interested in that is the way we are made if we knew about more things our interests would be greater in number keener more satisfying we would talk more ask more questions be more alert get more pleasure the lesson from this is plain enough if you wish to have a good time learn something you like to meet old friends 
your brain also likes to come across things it knows already to renew acquaintance with the knowledge it has stored away and half forgotten the pleasures of recognition and association the delights of renewing your friendship with your own ideas are many easy to get never failing but if you wish to have interests and delights in good plenty you must know of many things if you wish to be happy learn something this sounds like advice to a student it is not it is a suggestion to the wayfarer for this learning process may be as delightful as it is to gather flowers by the roadside in a summer walk library worth self-denial iowa library commission an inexhaustible mine of pleasure is open for the boy or girl who loves good books and has access to them without effort on the part of the parent they are kept off the street and from the company of the idle and vicious and are storing their minds with useful knowledge or are being taught high ideals and noble purposes thus they develop into men and women who are an honor to their parents and worthy citizens of our great republic such is the product of the free public library is it not worth the small pittance it will cost many a laboring man spends more money in a week for tobacco than the maintenance of a library would cost him in a year is not the education and the development of our bright boys and girls worth a little self-denial we all desire that our children shall have better opportunities than we have had and not have to work as we have worked here is an opportunity to help them help themselves which is the very best help that can be given anyone let's be boosters and help ourselves help our town and help our boys and girls by unitedly supporting the library proposition reasons for having a free public library f a hutchins public libraries have without delay become an essential part of the public education system and are as clearly useful as the public schools they are not only classed with schools but have generally become influential adjuncts of the public school the number of readers is rapidly increasing and the character of the books is constantly improving not infrequently the objection is heard that the public libraries are opening the doors to light and useless books that reading can be and often is carried to a vicious and enervating excess and therefore that the library's influence is doubtful and on the whole not good this argument does not need elaborate exposure the main purpose of the library is to counteract and check the circulation and influence of the empty and not infrequently vicious books that are so rife a visit to any newsstand will disclose the world of low and demoralizing penny dreadfuls and other trash these are bought by boys and girls because they want to read and can nowhere else obtain reading material this deluge of worthless periodicals and books can be counteracted only by gratuitous supplies from the public library whether these counteracting books be fiction or not they may be pure and harmless and often of intellectual merit and moral excellence the question is not whether people shall read fiction for read it they will but whether they are to have good fiction instead of worthless and harmful trash the tendency to read inferior books can soon be checked by a good library if the attention of the children in school is directed to good books and the free library contains such books there will be no thought of the newsstand as a place for finding reading matter 
the economical reason for establishing free public libraries is the fact that public officers and public taxation manage and support them efficiently and make them available to the largest number of readers by means of a free library there is the best utilization of effort and of resources at a small cost to individuals while a private library may greatly delight and improve the owner and his immediate circle of friends it is a luxury to which he and they only can resort a library charging a fee may bring comfort to a respectable board of directors by ministering to a small and financially independent circle of booktakers by its freedom from the rush of numerous and eager readers and by strict conformity to the notions and vagaries of the managers but such a library never realizes the highest utility the greater part of the books lie untouched upon the shelves and compared with the free library it is a lame and impotent affair the books of a public library actively pervade the community they reach and are influential with the very large numbers and the utility of the common possession books is multiplied without limit before several of our towns lies the question of opening to all what is now limited to those who pay a fee this is not merely a limitation it is practically a prohibition whether right or wrong human beings as at present constituted will not frequent in large numbers libraries that charge a fee the spirit of the age and the tendency of liberal communities are entirely in favor of furnishing this means of education and amusement without charge certainly towns which can maintain by taxation paupers parks highways and schools have no reasonable ground for denying free reading to the inhabitants these towns spend vast sums of money in providing education and yet omit the small extra expenditure which would enable young men and women to continue their education the experience of the library commissions of various states has amply demonstrated that libraries and literature are sought for and appreciated quite as much by rural communities as by the larger towns and not infrequently the appreciation is apparently keener because of the absence of interests and amusements other than those provided by the library there is now no real reason why every part of this state may not enjoy the advantages and pleasures of book distribution for concentration of effort in the small towns elsewhere has provided efficient attractive and economical libraries and could as well do so here mission of the public library winston churchill it is our business in this country to get at the best methods to govern ourselves how many of our best people have paused to reflect on what that means and on all it means it means that now we have about eighty million of sovereigns it was all very well when we were a little confederation of homogeneous stock stretching along the atlantic seaboard we had our dissensions then but our population was permeated with the principles of our government in one hundred years we have swelled from a handful to eighty million and a large part of them made up of additions from the nations of the earth and not the self-governing nations and the problem is to educate the children of these as well as our own children in the principles of that government of which they are an essential and vital part this is the first problem and if it is not attended to our government will crumble away and decay from neglect 
we do not want denizens in this state and this nation we want citizens we do not want ward politics but we do want government as our forefathers understood it and it is the duty of every right-minded citizen to work unfalteringly for this end the question is one of expediency we want citizens and the public school and the public library are the places where citizens are made therefore we must labor for and support these institutions first and foremost to a very great extent the librarian is the custodian of public morals and the moulder of public men the librarian must as he usually does feel his responsibility the word responsibility should be given equal weight with the word liberty and emblazoned beside it and it is these two things that the public librarian through his knowledge of good literature must impress upon our coming generations liberty and responsibility library extension henry e legler our public schools are doing a great work but after all the older generations remain untouched and the assimilation of the younger can hardly be complete or certain as long as the homes of the parents remain comparatively unaffected for those whose early education has been neglected either by reason of family circumstances or because of wayward disposition and who realize their need before it is too late there are night schools business courses and correspondence school courses with the minor advantages and stimulus offered by public lecture courses volunteer study clubs and societies for research are being organized in great numbers and more potent and more forceful more universal in its application than all these because better organized better equipped and readier to avail itself of all existing affiliating agencies is that national movement which has become known for want of a better term as library extension library extension aims to supply to every man woman and child either through its own resources or by cooperation with other affiliated agencies what each community or any group in any community or any individual in the community may require for mental stimulus intellectual recreation or practical knowledge and information useful in one's daily occupation james russell lowell the opening of a free public library is a most important event in the history of any town a college training is an excellent thing but after all the better part of every man's education is that which he gives himself and it is for this that a good library should furnish the opportunity and the means all that is primarily needful in order to use a library is the ability to read primarily for there must also be the inclination and after that some guidance in reading well this ends section one why we need public libraries part one of three